Hi, this is Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie, and I want to talk to you all today about a lot of things. <laughs> I I want to give you just a, an inside look at what it is that that I do and um, and why why it is that I do it. Some of you know that uh, I I do self-care coaching circles, um, meaning I I take a group of twenty women um, through a habit change process every season and we go through 10 weeks together we work on changing 10 simple lifestyle habits ones that we all know we should be focusing on like sleep and nutrition and exercise and meditation and we we support each other and we make a really sustainable change um, throughout the 10 weeks but then the, the 10 weeks is really the, the jumping off point because, um, because it is sustainable. It's about the rest of your life and living in a way that is, is more connected, more joyful, and, um, and really makes you feel like you're living the life that you want to be living. So people ask me all the time, like, how did, how did you start to do this work? And I started because I had signed up for a training with someone who, who teaches you how to put programs together like this. And, and I knew that I, I wanted something different in my life. I've been teaching yoga for a while. I'd just gone through a big breakup. I needed to make a change. And I, um, I signed up. And then that week, I found out that my dad had leukemia. <laughs> and uh, if I'd known that, that he was going to be sick, I wouldn't have signed up. Um, but it, it, at that time, he was supposed to get better. So it's like, all right, let's just, let's just work on this program and support him and I can handle this and started to build my website, started to really think about who it was I wanted to work with. And, um, that, that fall I had signed up in the spring and then that fall I had put together my first pilot group and, and I was a couple weeks into the first 10 week process, 10 women we were having really great success. I was really enjoying it then I found out that my my dad's leukemia um, wasn't getting better, and he got pneumonia and had to go on a ventilator, and and it, it began the next couple months of like serious downhill and and really looking at what it would be like for him to die. And there was always hope, you know. We went back and forth a lot, but I I think um, in my heart I just knew that he wasn't going to pull through. And at that time, I I had committed too much to stop doing my first coaching program. And I had already started signing people up for, for my second coaching program that was going to start in December. And this was like October. And so there was, there was no turning back again. I just kept moving forward. And, um, and I found that the doing the work, uh, it gave me something really stable to focus on. And, and more than that, it, it made my dad really happy. My dad was never excited about me teaching yoga he was always like, well, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> and, uh, but when I started to do this coaching work, like he didn't quite know what it was. Like I didn't know what it was at the time either. Uh, but he was like, you're really going to help people with this work. He kept saying that. And so I would, I would wake up early in the morning and I would, I would write the coaching materials that I was going to use that week. And then I would drive to Johns Hopkins in Baltimore and uh, about an hour away from DC. And I would sit with him, I would sit with my family, we'd go through all the, the weird, hard, touching moments that happen in times like that. And I, um, and then I, w- I would do the sales sessions for the next program in his hospital bathroom. I would just like go in there and, 
talk to these ladies who wanted to sign up and convince them of why I thought it was a good idea for them. And I didn't know what I was doing or what I was really even signing people up for at the time. I just, I was going out in faith. And and what helped that faith is I would come out of the bathroom and I would see my dad. And, um, you know, even though it was, he was weak and it was hard and no one wanted to be doing that. Like there was, there was such love that he was sharing with me. He was so proud of me and so excited for this work. And, um, and it was just, it was a bright spot. And so I, I focused there. And, um, even after he passed away at the end of October of last year, uh, I had about five more spaces left to fill in the program. And I kept talking to people and asking and putting myself out there, which I hate by the way. Like, I just have to say that, like, I, I don't like self-promotion and it's so interesting that I've gotten into this work where I consistently have to ask people to want to work with me and have people say no to me, which I know they're not saying no to me, but to my ego, it hurts because I'm afraid of rejection. So I have to go through it all the time. Um, and, but what, what happens is, is that I, I really learned to see what is so much deeper that, um, that this, this work, which is what my dad was showing me was, was something that is, it's much deeper than my ego being hurt or, uh, me not getting the response that I want. It's, it's about making the most of my life, um, in the way that my dad passing away, he, he died at 65, but was young. He didn't, he didn't have the, the long life that many of us hope for. And, and he did a lot of great things in his life. And I, I think he passed away in a really peaceful place. And I think part of that was watching me step into this next phase. And, um, and so I feel, I feel his presence with me. Uh, it, by the time he, we had his funeral, uh, the program was full for the winter and, um, it, that gave me a lot of peace. And then when I started to do the, the winter program, which is, I had 20 women in this program and, uh, and we had a retreat at the end of that one. And I, I, I saw how powerful that, that, that working together in a group so intensely and with so many women and so supported could be, and people, people really changed their lives. They, they, um, they had the physical things. Like I always say like, Oh, people, people can lose 10 to 15 pounds in the 10 weeks. Um, not through not denying themselves. People start yoga practices, start meditation practices, but more than that, um, it's it's more about really building authentic self-esteem of knowing who you are and um, how to stay connected to your heart and how to not let the the like taskmaster harsh part of ourselves. I'm going to claim it for all of us because I feel it so much too. How to not let that rule your life? It'll always be there in some way, but like, how do we not let that rule our lives? And um, and how do we support each other and and staying in a place of love and and faith in ourselves. And so these are the big things that come out in these programs. And, and I have to say that when I started doing these, I thought I was just helping people get a better night's sleep. Like I didn't, I didn't take it in such a deep way, but, uh, the way that my, my father's passing was so tied up within it. Um, I, something deeper just goes through it. And it's, um, I'm, I'm just finishing up my second winter program now. So I've taken five groups pretty much through this program and it's, it's been um, truly life-changing for, for me as a leader to watch all this, but more importantly for my clients. Um, and it's formed a community of really incredible women who continue to support each other and become friends. It's, it's helped people make huge life decisions, like whether to move, whether to have a baby. It's helped marriages get stronger. 
It's helped people to restart their PhDs and go, go back into their passion. It's, it's given um, so many of us the support to, to be the people that we want to be in this world. And, and it's like, for me as a leader, like, what is it like? It, I'd have to say like, it is, it's intense. Like I, I love this work. I live for this work. If, if this is the only thing that I get to do for the rest of my life, like I will be so happy because it enthralls me. And it's, it's a lot to hold sometimes. Um, not, not people's pain and suffering. Like I can handle that, but like people's immense potential and empowerment and the way that we can step so fully into that and the, um, and, and how much I, I have to keep stepping into that too. It, it's powerful and, um, and it takes every bit of practice that I've ever done as a leader. So that means all those yoga classes that I showed up for and all the times I've sat in, in mediocre meditation, I'll call it that, of me not feeling like I was doing it well enough yet still showing up and me going to bed early and making all the sacrifices that, that you have to make if you want to really um, live a life of, um, of your true potential. And, and what I find is what I sacrifice is the stuff that I don't really need. So I have more space for the things that my heart and my soul needs. There's been, there's been ego pain along this path that I don't, I don't just get to like breeze by. And if, if it ever looks like those who follow my work, if it looks like I'm just sort of breezing by, like, please know that that's not the case. Like I'm in it and I'm working with myself every single day. And what I find is that, um, that it never ends, that there are always more layers, um, and deeper self-care that's required and, and more people who are sick and more people who need our support. But, but what really establishing a firm basis of self-care, which is what in my self-care 101 courses we do, we establish like not, not like how to drink a green smoothie kind of stuff, which that, that could be part of it for you, but more like, who are you really, what do you really need to, um, to thrive and how can you build a daily routine around that non-negotiable like how do you put your own self-care first and and I find like once once we have that then we can handle everything like we handle death we handle life we handle joy we handle pain we handle just being able to sit with someone um and and hold them in their struggles without trying to change it or fix it we learn to be nice to ourselves we learn to be nice to our our husbands, our partners, our children, um, we learn to be managers and leaders, all of this, but we can't, we can't make life stop. And we live in a culture that in some crazy way, in the part of some part of our brain, we think we can like avoid death. If we just look young enough, if we just make it all look perfect enough that we won't have to go to that place where, where they're suffering. And, and that I think if, if I think of anything that causes pain, it's that, that idea that we can avoid suffering. But I, but I find it's like when I just like <laughs> rip my chest open, which is what my father's death did to me, it like rip my chest open and, um, and laid everything bare. Um, that, 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 that's, that's how we live a life of true joy and the, the amount of love and joy that I felt in this past year and a half since his passing has been, it's been intense and the amount of suffering and, and pain I felt has been intense. And, and what I'm so deeply grateful for is I have a strong container that I can hold all of that in and that I know how to keep going no matter what. And I know how to ask for help now. And I know how to be vulnerable 
<laughs> and um, and I know how to how to feel the hurts and the losses and and um, and how to not not make that in vain. You know how to not make my own life in vain and my dad's life in vain, but how to use it to promote as much love and healing and growth and empowerment as I possibly can. And um, and I do it imperfectly. I'm going to say that. And um, yet I'll do it. And so this is my really long way of, of asking, like, do you want to work with me? <laughs> oh, I don't know if they teach this in any kind of sales, but, um, but this is what I do. And this is the heart behind it. And, and I'm filling up my spring program right now. It's about a quarter full. Um, they always fill. I always have a lot of fear that they won't. And so I'm sitting in that right now too. They're like, Oh man, what if, what if this is over? What if this is it? But I, I trust that the people who are out there who feel really called to take this next step. And that, and if you feel drawn to me, like if you feel like you can relate to what I say and that like my teaching style works for you and this feels like a priority, then it's probably like at least worth exploring. And what you can do is you can go to selfcarewithgracie.com and, uh, go and schedule a free 30 minute session with me. There's a few different links to do that. And, uh, and we can talk and there's, there's like absolutely no obligation. And it's one of those things that sometimes it's right right now. And sometimes it'll be right in two years. And I trust that. So, but, but it'll be a dynamic conversation. It always are. Um, I'll probably ask you some questions that no one's ever asked you before. And, uh, I'm a good listener. So you'll, you'll, you'll learn some things through that. And, um, and then if it's the right fit, then it's the right fit. And I would, I would love to, to know more and and maybe it's not right for you, but maybe you like can think of somebody else that like, you know, needs this. And that's, that's what I'm here for. And, and if you have any other questions or ideas, see if I can get through a podcast without my dog poncho barking. so if you have any other questions or ideas or, or anything, like I'm here and um, and I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are right now. Just like know that, that I admire you for just being in it and, um, and I send you love and I send you light and I look forward to, to keep going. So onwards, um, take care of yourselves. I'll talk to you soon. Namaste. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place.